dedicated to trots racing. On winners, welcome to Gate Speed. And joining us again is Blank Redden. Blank, good afternoon this time. Hey, good afternoon, Brendan. There's uh, yeah, plenty to talk about for Gate Speed now. We've got uh, we've had a big week, so um, covering it all off is going to be important. But uh, some great racing at Tabcorp Park. Straight into five. Straight into five things we learnt. Uh, Abby arrives in the exciting Queen of the Pacific. Yeah, what a race this was. This was, uh, well, it was exciting, I think, for everyone that watched it. It's a staying trip. Um, I think everyone sort of wants more of these because they create some pretty exciting races, and that was the case on Saturday night. There was um, there was some genuine resistance early doors. Miss Graceland wanting to hold the lead, then reciprocity wanting to hold the lead when Berisari came up to her outside and Toby Tales was three wide. Eventually, Tell Me Tales was able to find the front, but at what cost, I guess, uh, was the uh, was the end result because she did have to work really hard around them. Berisari was left in the breeze, so uh, it was all a bit of a horror show for those favourite punters, but for, for anyone who found the Ruffy Pistol Abbey, she just emerged from the back of the packet um, at the right time at about the 400 metre mark. So her burning love went in front of her and was really brave, hitting the lead at the top of the straight, but Pistol Abbey just, um, just cruised away in the end. She's obviously... Uh, been a really good mare over the last 12, 18 months. Even from her two-year-old days, she showed a lot of ability, and she's now proving to be ultra consistent. She puts her head down, she does the job, and she obviously had a few favours in the Queen of the Pacific on uh, on Saturday night, but she was still able to capitalise on that. Made it a triple crown for Emma Stewart, who trained all three legs of the triple crown with different horses. Um, but uh, I'm sure that was a pretty sweet result on Saturday night with Pistol Abbey getting the job done. Savannah JJ stuck his neck out for Stand and Herb. Yeah, he did, Savannah JJ. Um, he's a rejuvenated trotter, as Dan said last week, uh, when, he, when he won beating McLovin uh, for the second time in a couple of weeks, and he's done it again for the third time on Saturday night because um, uh, he was driven a bit more aggressively from James, Her- James Herbert, and he's able to find the front from the standing start and and, uh, and sort of uh, control tempo from the front end. He had horses all around him on the corner. McLovin was starting to emerge, and you could see right on his back, Red Hot Tooth was trucking in behind and. She probably looked the winner for, for a good couple of hundred metres, but um, Savannah JJ, when she got to his inside, he just kept finding it. Uh, I think that was the mark of, of the form he's in and the kind of horse he is because uh, he had every right to let her run past him, but he refused to let it happen. And just a great story. Stan Cameron only has a small team up Ballarat Way, James Herbertson, a young guy coming through as a driver to win his first Group 1 and, and a proper Group 1, an open-class Group 1. It wasn't age-restricted or a a homegrown classic, the Australasian Trotting Championship is a, a massive race each year and I'm sure it was a huge show for, for both of them to combine to, to win the race with Savannah JJ who's just been a lovely trotter over the journey and that continued on Saturday night. He certainly has and he just keeps on getting better. He's improved out of sight. He has and uh, he sort of showed a lot early doors. Um, I think he might have been in the same uh, Vic Bread Super Series as I'm in Menace. They both ran, ran bottlers on debut and I'm in Menace won the final uh, but he sort of you know, he's probably been in the wilderness to a little degree for, for some time, Savannah JJ, but he's just hit his straps in the last six months and um and now he's you know, he's well established as one of the leading two or three trotters in Victoria for sure. We might just have to pause there. Blank runners are arrived at the start for the first event at Gawler. Eight Lightning Tyson gains a start here off box number two, the dollar eighty ten fixed odds favourite, ahead of eight. No, not yet at two dollars and ninety cents. Runners are about to move in. Terry McAuliffe with the calling duties at Gawler today. We'll cross to Terry now for the opener. Three, so nine favourite ahead of eight and one. Lightning Tyson for Tony Lagana. So we're just about set. I think we're ready. Yep, green light. 
First today. Ready. Off they go. Lightning Tyson stepped well, but so did No Not Yet, which got across to lead it. Going to third, then Lawless Justice from Power of Justice, now passed by Emily Circuit. Spring Fresh was last, coming off the back. No Not Yet led. But Lightning Tyson getting up underneath it. A couple away, Lawless Justice, then Emily Circuit, but it's uh, getting clear. Lightning Tyson and the first five salutes. Lightning Tyson first, second No Not Yet. Spring Fresh ran on late to get third. Then Lawless Justice and Emily Circuit together with Power of Justice last in. Nine, eight, seven, and five after the first from Gawler. Nine Lightning Tyson around one forty at dollar ten. Eight no not yet one ninety. No third for seven spring fresh. We continue on with our look at five things that we learnt over the weekends. Trots Axon, Jackson Me driven to perfection for a maiden group one. It was, and um, certainly not Gavin Lang's maiden group one, but for the filly, uh, obviously really early in her career, and she's been targeted for this series by Russell Jack. And it, I think it was the, the drive that won the race. She might be the best filly coming out of the race anyway. It does look a you know a relatively deep division for, for uh, relatively inexperienced um, trotters. But, uh, yeah, he was able to stay in front of a few runners early, Gavin Lang from inside the second row. And to find the lead, uh, totally unexpected, I think, for most punters. But... Um, it was uh, it was just a smart drive and uh, ended up winning her the race. As I said, she might have been the best filly in the race anyway, but just made a good thing of it. And um, and she's got a bright future ahead, as do a number of runners uh, from the race. It's going to be a good form race. Considering these can sometimes be a little bit hit and miss in terms of form references, I think uh, this one will stand up with Jackson me going forward and and sort of being a you know a pretty progressive two year old trotting filly. And uh, the fourth thing, uh, the uh, is this is that a bid was uh, was too good for his rivals in the homegrown classic. He was he was the uh, the male division for Zach Phillips and McHugh's. McHugh's obviously does uh, you know a really good job with his horses, and he's presented this guy as a, as a young horse, setting to the trials and, and got him ready. Um, a horse that's still clearly learning his craft, as were a number of these from the race, making mistakes and and doing things wrong. But he was just the most professional on the night. Uh, he was able to get to the to the lead. Zach Phillips rated him a treat, and um, and he was just far too good. He uh, he never really gave much concern, even though there was you know horses getting closer to him on the inside. I think he probably always looked the winner, and that's the way the race panned out. Whether you know he can go on to a to a Vic Bread Super Series and Breeders' Crowns and those sort of races, I guess time will tell. But he's he's built a good platform early doors after that win. Um, you know he's uh, he, he's got that early success. He's won a Group One, and now now we get to find out exactly how good he is. And uh, Princess Tiffany, she won the New Zealand Oaks, but boy, it was a, a good field. It was. It was a strong race, really, uh, really good division of three-year-old fillies. Uh, this year, we, we know about, um, obviously, Bella Montana's been over to Victoria and, uh, and been really successful. She went back there, and she was the uh, the race favourite, Bella Montana, but um, Mark Purden and Natalie Rasmussen just have an excellent record in this race. Uh, it's their fifth straight win in the race uh, over the last five years, of course. She's a rock winning last year, um, and uh, and Princess Tiffany, who I think for a long time um, Mark has said that you know she's as good a two year old filly as he's had. She's now a, a three year old filly, and uh, she was a bit hit and miss early doors in her New Zealand preparation. She came to Australia, seemed to hit her strap. She's gone back over to New Zealand, had the, the horror draw, but uh, Mark was able to, to take care of that driving, and um, and uh, she just proved too good. Kayla Marie was obviously in that group of three that finished well clear of the rest, and uh, and they are. They are very good fillies, these three, and um, no doubt they'll go on with it as, as four-year-old mares, and it'll be uh, you know great to see their contest because take nothing away from um, 
from Princess Tiffany, but we know Bella Montana is very good, and I'm sure she'll be coming back to have another shot at the title at some stage throughout the season and going into the next year. Well, Blake, you've got uh, a busy few days ahead. Fields are out for Melton on Saturday night. The Group 2 feature the uh, homegrown classic for the two-year-old Carlton Geldings and also the, the Golden Rain free-for-all. Just at a quick peek at the, the fields, it looks strong racing, big fields throughout the entirety of the program. Yeah, it is. Um, as you say, we've got a couple of really good races with the Golden Rain free-for-all that, that rescheduled homegrown classic, uh, which, will, uh, which will culminate... Um, uh, this weekend and of course also on Friday night at Ballarat we've got the John Slack Memorial Trotters Cup where Savannah JJ will go head to head uh, with McLovin again I believe, uh, I'm not sure if you're out yet but I believe they're both in there so that'll be a great race and Emma Stewart has all six runners in the Colin and Heather Holloway Classic so um, that'll be an interesting race with horses like Centenario and Hurricane Harley like little line up there so um, some good racing across the weekend for the trots Thanks very much for your contribution this morning Blake Thanks Brendan